Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present the Sandman Lullaby with your host, Patrick Sean Jones. A dream is a succession of images, ideas, emotions, and sensations that usually occur involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. The contents and the purpose of dreams are never fully understood. Many are philosophical, religious, but they've all been talked about throughout recorded history. This is the Sandman Lullaby, here on RPN. Coldest day is richer as it close. A golden glory settles on the lee. Soft, settling shadows hint of cool repose. To mellowing landscape into calming sea. And in a nobler, gentler, lovelier light, the soul to softener, lovelier bliss inclines. Freed from the noonday glare, the favored sight increases grace in earth and sky divine. But ere the purest radiance crown the green, a fairest lustered fills the grove, the twinkled thickness and the flowing scene leaves but hollowed memory of love. <laughs> The Sandman Lullaby here on RPA. 
real paranormal activity. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'd like to thank you for coming into what we call this little landscape of dreams and uh, welcoming all of our guests that we have on the show today. First of all, let me bring up the biggest guest that I got right here. This is Mr. Aaron Hunter. Aaron, you there? Patrick, how you doing? What is up, dude? Are you doing good, man? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having you on the having me on the show. You know, I'm flattered. Uh, so let's have some fun. Well, we are going to have some fun. Actually, I have another guest, which I think is the most uh, revered paranormal activity guest you have ever had. And uh, let me introduce her, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Katie Montana Jordan. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Aaron. How's it going? Katie! Yay! Oh, man. How you doing? Thank you. <laughs> I thought you would like this, Aaron. <laughs> Holy cow. My dream has come true. It's a trifecta. Hey, uh, Patrick, uh, your, your your show lines might blow up now. You got two two of us here. The you know the paranormal fabric is going to warp out of space. I, I I'm telling you right now, I got goosebumps going right up my arm as I'm talking to you. It's like a trifecta of the paranormal. It, it, Absolutely, <laughs> I think we're like opening up a vortex right now. I, I mean, I'm serious. I got goosebumps right now in the. Well, it's not <laughs> as cold in Florida as it is where where y'all are at. But uh, yeah, it, if if I, there's people that I want to talk it to in the world about the paranormal, about dreams or anything, first of all, that would be Aaron Hunter, and second of all, and just as much, it would be Katie Montana Jordan. I mean, well, thank you. Oh, good. You are. Well, Patrick, Patrick. You know, I'm nobody. I'm not an expert, so you know. Uh, you know, you flatter me. Oh, I think I think Sean, don't don't listen to Aaron. He's no, telling himself short. Aaron's amazing. I, I know Aaron is amazing. But the thing about it is, it's if I want to the I want to get on the subject of dream magic. And dream magic, uh, there's the, the, the theory of chaos magic, and there's uh, the different realms where people work in. And dream magic, it's one thing I learned listening to Aaron's show was in a lot of cultures, if you sleep, they don't believe in you sleeping from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. because they said that's the most likely time if someone's going to work and do dream magic on you, that's the time that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you actually yeah. remember that? I forgot, some- uh, yeah, I remember that story. I forgot. Uh, I think that was Western Africa that story came out of, so within the African culture, at least in that region, I think it was Western Africa. I'm not sure, but that's where that story came from. And they believe uh, those times are the most dangerous. If someone, if someone's out there trying to do you harm. In that time frame from 6 to 10 p.m. Yeah, correct. I wonder why that's the reason for it. But Katie, uh, one thing I want to talk to you here first, Katie, tell us about yourself, because there might be a group of people out there that really have never heard of Katie Montana Jordan. So tell us a little bit about yourself. The the insanity. Um, Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm very excited to be back um, visiting with both of you gentlemen. Um, I'm honored to uh, be on your show tonight. So thank you so much. my name is uh, Katie Montana Jordan. I am based out of Portland, Oregon. I am an occult specialist, a paranormal researcher, working as an independent consultant, 
And um, I'm super excited to uh, say hi to Aaron. So, hey, buddy. Hey, hey. It's a, it, it has <laughs> been a long time. I'm surprised you're here. And it's great. Yeah, it's I good know. Stuff. Good stuff. Good buzz. Good And Aaron, introduce yeah. yourself. I think people might know who you are since this is actually your show, <laughs> your show <laughs> network. So uh, why don't you give a little introduction of yourself in the background so people might catch up on it? Well, okay. Uh, to you new listeners uh, that is listening right now to the Sam Man Willoughby, you may not have listened to the other shows here at RPA, but I, uh, I host uh, Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast where we tell the uh, stories from around the world that people send in of their paranormal experiences. Uh, we started the podcast due to we believe that, uh, you know, people are, don't want to talk about these sorts of things, to their, even to their family and loved ones. So we decided to create a, a safe community where you can send in your stories. Uh, we'll give you a nickname or just, uh, you know, uh, let the audience know by your first name, and we'll read your story uh, for the world to listen to, you know we've get we've gotten a lot of emails stating thank you very much, Aaron, uh, for reading our story. It takes a lot of weight off of our shoulders uh, just to let it out because they they haven't been talking about. It. They think they're crazy. They're unsure if it was actually real or not. And with all these stories coming out, we keep on getting more and more and more. Uh, you know, currently we have uh, listeners from 161 countries listening to RPA. Uh, you know, we're on iHeartRadio. We recently just got on Spotify. We're here, we're there. We built some free apps for both operating systems, iOS and Android. They're free. Uh, we wanted to do something nice for our listener audience. So, and also, you can also go to realparanormalactivity.com and find us there. Of course, if you have a podcast catcher, you can get us on there as well. We're We're everywhere. Uh, and so if you want to send in your own personal experiences, just send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com. I'll read it off for the world to listen to. Okay. First question goes to you, Aaron. Uh, I know you have read for this is the fourth season of RPA. So I want to know throughout the seasons, have you actually had any dreams that came to you that might have been influenced from some of the stories that you read? That's a good question. Uh, no. Not no, at all. Um, not at all. I don't believe that uh, any any dreams that I do remember of has been influenced by any of the stories I've read. You know, I was kind of concerned about that. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down, I'm pretty deep into the rabbit hole lately. And uh, I've actually reached a level of the rabbit hole where I won't go back. I, it's pretty... Uh, pretty odd stuff. So I'm going to stick with just ghost stories. But I don't think, uh, to answer your question, no, I don't think any of the um, of the stories I've been reading has influenced any of my dreams. Okay, Katie, what about you? I know you work with tarot and you work with the Ouija boards and spirit boards. What about you? Do you think any of those activities might have influenced any of your dreams? Uh, that is a good question. Um, I would probably have to say um, that it's very likely um, because of my line of work. I am so involved uh, in um, within other people's emotions and uh, uh, what it is that they're experiencing. So um, I would, uh, I as a paranormal researcher and as an occult specialist, I um, also am sensitive. So I have the 
privilege of sensing things out, which helps me in my line of work. So uh, it would be unrealistic for me to say that other people's emotions and experiences uh, have not influenced me uh, personally. So I can't uh, recall any one particular dream where that may have happened, but it's very possible. Do you, uh, this was a question from somebody else that asked me, if someone's learning to uh, astral project inside their dreams or actually work on, uh, uh, you know, trying to influence their waking world with their dreamlands, is there any advice that you can actually give to that? Ooh, that's another good question. Um, absolutely. And actually, dream work is an area of my work in an area of my personal life where I want to continue to improve as well. I don't feel as if I'm a very strong dreamer, so that's something that um, I am always trying to be more aware of for myself because uh, essentially dream work and dream magic is the knowledge of consciously harnessing the power of our dreams. And as a paranormal researcher, I believe that dream work is a huge component behind our research and that it deserves more serious scientific study. So I would tell um, that particular person that uh, self-education and self-practice is going to be imperative. And the thing about dreams and translating dreams is that everything is individualistic. So um, it's a crapshoot uh, trying to figure out what to interpret and, and what this means and what this means. And by all means, refer to, you know, different dream definition books. But we are all different people and we all have different experiences and we all translate our realities on a different level. So it's just going to be about practice, practice, practice. Any follow-up with that, Aaron, on that question? Uh, no. No, not at all. Okay, Aaron, for you, where do you think you, we, you know, because I know you usually have your set of questions that you ask when you do your interviews, and you have a very right. scientific mind out of all the people that I've really talked to. Where do you think we go to in, when we dream? Where does our mind go to? Where, where, what vestas are opened when we dream? What do you think? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, yeah, I... Uh... I've heard your previous uh, interviews, and yeah, that's a good question. Now you know I can ramble on, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Hey, man, I got <laughs> you. You gave me thirty minutes, so I got like seventeen more minutes to go. <laughs> well, where we go, where we dream. Well, you know, like you said, scientific mind. Um, you know, I know a little bit about sleep because I I barely sleep much, so I started studying about sleep years and years ago, decades ago. Is um, and you know you. You go into REM sleep at least three times to get a good night's sleep, REM sleep. And when you go into REM sleep, that is where the magic happens. That's where the dreams happen. Now, if you were to wake up suddenly and you remember everything about your dream, that means you were in REM sleep and then suddenly you woke up. Suddenly, something, something happened. Now, the normal way is if you were to wake up and you... You remember just a little bit about your dream, and then slowly, within 30 seconds, you just lose all the details. That's that's a good. That means you got good sleep. That means 
during your sleep time, you went slowly into REM sleep for the first time, and then you slowly came out, and then you went slowly back in, and that's what happens with normal sleep. Now, where do you go? I, you know, science says your brain is taking a lot of information either from your memories or from your day-to-day uh, experiences, and it mishmashes it, and sometimes you're you know, you're climbing up the side of a dragon's leg and a big giant pigeon comes down and it grabs you and then all of a sudden you're whisked off to Jupiter. Just all kinds of weird stuff is happening. I really don't know if it's even significant or not. I What I can tell you is, you know, I uh, throughout the years, I've been having these dreams where it's mundane. It's really basic, boring stuff. I don't I used to have those fantastic, surreal dreams that I just mentioned. But I haven't had any of those types of dreams in decades. And what I've been having is just is just something like me walking down the street. And I, there's these people. And I might stop and look up at a, at a shop sign. And I walk into the shop and the little bell rings. And I walk into the shop and I see these people. And that's my dream. That's it. Nothing, you know, nothing magical, nothing happened. But then, but then years and years might go by, and then I'll be, I might be on a business trip somewhere, and I'll be walking down the street, and then you know, you know, I might be looking the shop, and I like to, I like when I travel, I like to adventure, you know, I like to look around and see what's what's in town, and I might walk into this shop, and I look around, and all of a sudden I might get this deja vu type of thing, and. That's what I've been experiencing lately. Katie, do you think the location of where you sleep might reflect on the element of your dreams? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I do. So let's say that, um, uh, for example, uh, somebody wants to try to get in touch with um, a nature spirit or an elemental. So it would be common sense for you to, you know, go camp that night on a mountaintop, right? You know, to go sleep in a tent somewhere or go sleep under the stars by the fire if your intention is to get more in tune with something more nature-based or just um, the planet or Mother Gaia herself as opposed to, um, you know, sleeping in your own bed under a roof uh, where it's possible you could have all of these um you know, your uh, fish tank and um, electronics and all of these other um, vibrations and magnet, uh, magnetic frequencies that are going to be interrupting that. So absolutely, location is going to play a big part. I had somebody that uh, sent me a message talking about, you know, because this whole thing is uh, I, I want people basically like like Aaron's show. I want people to send me messages and input from some of their dreams. You know, I some I can interpret and but some I just want to hear and I could reflect back with others. And one of the most recent ones that caught my attention was uh, somebody went shopping. And they went to a uh, grocery store and they bought like a little, you know, how you get a bag of chicken and it's wrapped up in plastic. When they got home, they were unwrapping the chicken and a dog happened to be inside the wrapper of chicken. Perfect dog, perfect moving around. What do you think the meaning of that would actually be? I'll go to Aaron first on this one. So you okay? Let me get that. <laughs> I know you went. To, you went to buy. You went to buy chicken. And there's a dog inside the wrapping of this. What you thought was going to be a chicken. Exactly. 
Uh, you know, first of all, for your listeners or, you know, for the listeners of your show, I, I normally don't, uh, think about dreams but let me give this a try there's nothing wrong with there's uh, see but that's the beauty of dreams nobody knows exactly what the meanings mean understand what i'm saying well first you, of all yeah yeah so let's do some critical thinking this is my go-to thing go so you went to get something that you expected to be a chicken right but it turns out it was not what you expected it to be so there's some change there, or maybe surprise is involved. But why, what's the symbolism of the dog? But yet, you said the dog is alive and perfect. It's just wriggling around in there. No, it wasn't moving All around. Right. It wasn't moving around within the chicken bag. But. Okay, so, okay, so you went to get the chicken, or what you thought was going to be a chicken in a chicken bag. There, it's not a chicken, so that's a surprise. There's some change there. It's a dog. Do you own, have you ever had a pet dog? Have you had a pet dog in your childhood? Well, that's what I'm going to have to ask them. I'm going to have to carry this on. So. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not my dream. It's not my dream. They, they were asking me about it, and I was at a total loss trying to understand it. Because they said they, were, they went shopping, they opened the bag, and it was a, yeah. instead of a chicken, it was a, it was a dog. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, a, so I'm. One thing I'm going to have to say is usually with dreams, it usually has something to do with what that person is experiencing or has experienced in their life. That's my belief, no matter how surreal it may be, but there's some connection there. Um, that's all I have to say. Perhaps something in their life, they, you know, they thought they were going to get something, they thought it was going to be this, expected something to happen a certain way. And it didn't turn out that way. What's the symbolism of the dog? I don't know. That sounds like a personal, uh, on a personal level. Yeah, it does. Katie, you you want to try this one? Um, I agree with Aaron. But, uh, <laughs> no, actually, Aaron's Aaron's viewpoint was very scientific, very thought through. So I, I give I give him kudos. Yeah. Um, that uh, oh, thank I you. agree with Aaron. Aaron's interpretation from a practical standpoint, um, you know, uh, uh, an indication of a change coming, an indication of perhaps something um, uncomfortable, uh, something, uh, you know, the, the boat being rocked, something, uh, uh, something that, that might be coming. Um, as opposed to the dog, I was thinking, and of course this could just be me from my, you know, from my personal pagan perspective, um, I see a dog and, and I see it, you know, representing a wolf. So, uh it would be, again, you know, uh, what you're talking about, Aaron, what does that dog represent to that person? You know, what in, when a person looks at a dog, right. how does that person feel? What is the emotion behind that? Is it a puppy? You know, is it is it a hurt puppy? Is it an old dog? You know, what color is the dog? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a whole bunch of components uh, behind that. And then we could also take that a step further and um, look at the emotionality of that and um, understand that dreams, don't have to be just that cut and dry, that they aren't that specific. Oh, there's a dog. Oh, this is what this means. Oh, this is what this means. I think that dream work is so much bigger than that. We are essentially uh, accessing a different avenue of ourselves. We are essentially talking to ourselves uh, using a different Mm -hmm. road, a different path. So uh, that's why I think dream work is so significant because you're having a conversation with yourself, and that's why dream work is so uh, imperative to paranormal and psychological research because 
I believe that what we experience in our dream state, in our sleep state, is just as significant as what we hear and see and feel in our waking state. It, again, it's just another avenue to connect with another level of yourself. You know, it's, it's our dreaming and, and when we sleep, it's just an, a way for us to access a part of ourselves that we have a hard time accessing when we're awake because we are limited by our physical bodies. And that's why dream work, um, we're able to uh, better experiment with astral projection and vision quest and out-of-body experiences. So, again, it could not just be about the dog. Perhaps that person is feeling trapped and wants to, you know, run like like a wolf with, with, you know, um, its pack of wolves. Or it could just, you know, represent, you know, something a little bit more smaller and mundane than that. Well, I'm going to talk to them, and they'll probably follow it up, and I'll probably have it on the next Phantom Cast with uh, follow-up. Because I like what seems like what keeps on going on is I just hit on a subject, and then later on somebody comes to me later with uh, comments on the Phantom Cast, and I just reiterate, and you know, it just goes back and forth. And that's what I love about this thing. It, this is a it's yeah it's, it's, yeah yeah it's it'll be it'll be interesting what that person has to say about the puppy. Yeah yeah, I want to find out yeah, about yeah, that. That's really weird. Yeah. And for me, um, uh, I when I mentioned earlier that I think that I'm a terrible dreamer is something I want to I want to continue to work on. Um, so I recommend that uh, for people that are interested in um, uh, working on uh, becoming more empowered within their dream state to uh, document everything. So write everything down, absolutely everything, time, smell, feeling, anything that is um, associated to the dream. And uh, essentially what you do uh, is you look back over a period of time and you hope to develop a pattern. And then inside that pattern, you might be able to uh, recognize something that you wouldn't normally be able to see. Um, so with me, I, I don't typically remember my dreams, and I actually always get super annoyed with myself about that. Um, and when I do remember <laughs> a dream... Uh, it's not, I don't have a reoccurring dream that I can recall, but what dreams I do remember, they're all very similar and, uh, they are, uh, they're not really scary. They're not nightmares, but they are so extremely real that, you know, you, you like come to, you come out of your trance and you're like, okay, where am I? Did this just really happen? And it takes me sometimes a few minutes or quite literally a few hours to like, like get back into my body and try to, you know, figure out what just happened and where I just went and, you know, what reality am I in right now? But have and you had a dream have, that has actually changed your life that you remember? Um, yeah, I think I have actually. Well, and, tell me about it real quick. Um, I not so sure that it's, uh, I don't feel that it's so much of a dream. Um, so I want to continue to work on, you know, better connecting with, with me, myself today, right now with my inner consciousness. But it seems like when I wake up and I, I do remember what I believe I dreamed from the night before, um, I have talked to, uh, friends. Um, I have talked to trusted colleagues in my field. I've been having um, the same similar dreams for several years, and the consensus among the people in my life uh, seems to be that my dreams are not just dreams, that they're actually past life memories. So uh, knowing that or feeling that, assuming that that's what it is, uh, when I go to sleep at night, I feel, you know, not that there's anything to fear, but I feel more grounded and I feel more empowered and I try to go back into that. Um, not every single time I sleep because, you know, uh, 
working while you're sleeping is pretty exhausting. <laughs> so you figure it out as you go. But understanding that these things that I'm seeing and these people that I'm interacting with and um, uh, the places that I'm apparently visiting while I am in my dream state, these are apparently all things that have um, happened to me before, people that, that I already know, things that I've already done. So then the bigger question is, the parapsychological question is, why am I why am I visiting all these places still? Why am I reliving these moments? Is there some sort of a parallel universe? Is there a time slip? Am I essentially time traveling? Is it astral projection? Or is it just, you know, very simply something, you know, more more benign, just me working through these things, you know, in my head, and that's all it is. And I'm not sure, but I feel like it's something bigger. And that's why I get so excited talking about dreams and dream work, because it, it is so important and it's so beautiful and it's such a, a, an easy accessible way for us to get in touch with ourselves i think that actually dream and dream magic is actually some of the most pure type of magic that there is out there i agree definitely Aaron, is there any one dream that you could actually touch on that you said you think that changed your life well i don't remember it but the aha moment about my dreams, as I touched on a little bit earlier, my dreams tend to be deja vu. It's, you know, I don't, it all started, you know, when I was younger, a little small child, eight years old, I had these surreal dreams, okay, like, you know, like everyone else has. But I think around in my early 20s, I thought, you know, I wasn't having these dreams. And for the longest time, I wasn't having dreams that I could remember, right? And that goes into the REM sleep in the scientific area. But um, all of a sudden, I would remember, you know, some of these dreams that were just mundane, nothing special. Like I mentioned before, I, you know, I'll be walking around. It'll, I'll, it'll be like me, the dream will be me looking through my eyes, just like normal day. Uh, so it wouldn't be like a God view or anything like that, me looking at me doing something. It's just like this, uh, you know, I was there. I'm looking through my, my eyes. And what happened was, after that first dream, uh, you know, I didn't think much of it. I just thought, you know, like most of my dreams from now, from then until now, you know, that's pretty boring stuff. You know, it's just odd. I didn't think nothing of it until I started having these deja vus. You know, it would be, and, it, and the strange thing is, it would be like years, years later. You know, I just forgot about it, but still it stuck with me, obviously, because I remembered it. And, I, you know, I'll be traveling. Never been at a spot before, but then I just remember, man, I dream I had a year and a half ago or something like that. You know, I'll be at the mall, or I might be at the fair, or I might be watching a movie, and I'm dating this brand new girl. And then just the 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 people, the the lady to my left that's wearing the scarf, the the action flick that's in front of me, combined with uh, you know some other people to the right of me wearing some sweaters, and all those things come together and then bam deja vu it's like man i i know this scene it's it's i've been here you know and so that's that's what i i don't yeah it's you know there there was a time i don't know late 20s early 30s where i i stopped i i couldn't remember at least i i can't say i haven't had any dreams but i couldn't remember any dreams and I went for like three years or so. I mean, a long period of time I could not remember. And then that's when I, and I already knew that whenever I had a dream, somewhere in the future I would probably have a deja vu moment. 
whatever it might be. But it was so long, I finally, I came to the conclusion one day, I remember I was eating uh, lunch, and I go, man, I wonder why I'm not having more dreams. This is kind of spooking me. Because whenever I have a dream, it's deja vu, you know? It's kind of like a look in the future or something. And then, That's awesome. And then I stopped and I go, and then I stopped and I go, oh, man, I must be dead. Oh, That's why I'm not getting any more dreams. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know and that right. actually kind of spooked me. I go, oh, man, I, I'm no longer dreaming because I'm dead. <laughs> you know? And so I played around with that idea, but then years and years kept on going by. And then finally, I woke up one day and I had another, just nothing special, uh, a dream of me walking down in the mall somewhere, a, a crowded building with a lot of people, with a guy in a wheelchair to my left, these bright signs and shops. I can only assume I'm in a mall. So I'm waiting for something for the DJ moment to come again. So that's about it. <laughs> Aaron, trust me, you're not dead, brother. You're you're alive. Hey, uh, I want to invite both of you on February 2nd, what the Sandman Lullaby is going to do. We're going to do our first get-together, our first astral projection get-together. And, Katie, you might not heard of this, but you know what I'm trying to do. This is an experiment, and I want to see all the basically people that work on astral projection. You know, they, they never have a get-together, or they never try to locate and get together in one location. So I'm going to light a candle on February 2nd, which is Candle Mass. That's the celebration when uh, Mary brought uh, Jesus to the temple. And uh, what I need you or your friends or anybody that's out there, I need you to concentrate on Lakeland, Florida, concentrate on the candle and concentrate on just getting together and seeing what we can do. And if you could write me back at sandmanlullaby at gmail.com, just write me, let me know if you spotted anybody, if you spotted the color of the candle, if you recognized anybody, if you had any experiences. So uh, this is a social experiment that we're going to do in astral projection on February 2nd. So uh, that's to you, Aaron, and that's to you, to Katie, and everybody out there to uh, try to, you know, let's let's do a get-together. There's never been an astral projection get-together like this before that I know of that's uh, gone out on the web trying to make that announcement. Uh, before we take off, Katie, cool. you have anything to say before we uh, start setting the world free? <laughs> yes, um just uh, uh, thank you so much for having me on. And I was actually uh, just recently in Florida. I just spent um, a few days in Miami. And, what? Uh, you didn't call uh, me? <sighs> I know. I know. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, um, we didn't have a, a lot of time. Uh, I was actually, uh, I boarded um, uh, a ship and I spent um, a week in uh, the Caribbean islands. So uh, that was amazing. And then I uh, came back and um, spent a night in, in Miami and uh it was so hot, and I was miserable because I'm from Montana. I'm a northerner. I love the snow. I love the ice. So I, I thought that I was going to die on my vacation. I did not. Uh, and then when I got back to Miami, oh, my God, it was so hot. I was like, how do people live in Florida? Welcome to Florida, and baby. Then, Welcome to Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when I got back to Portland, um, it was <laughs> in the middle of a snow and ice storm. And I called, uh, like, nobody could come pick me up because, like, everybody's cars were iced over. And um, I uh, called three different cab companies to come get me. It was, like, 1.30 in the morning, and they were all shut down. So I called the Lyft, 
and I live pretty close to the airport. It cost me ninety six dollars. Oh, jeez! In the snow and ice, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we wow. invented the air conditioner down here, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. But yeah, yeah. So, so that's my story. So no, I'm, 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 I'm I, I uh, wanted to spend more time in Florida. Um, Florida is actually so much more beautiful than I thought it would be. Uh, no, absolutely you. beautiful. I met a lot of great people. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so hi to Florida. You guys are awesome. I'm excited to, to come back sometime soon. And yeah, I actually, uh, 2018 is, is going to be, uh, amazing. I have a super big year coming up. I'll be making, um, a lot of, uh, personal and professional announcements very soon. So, uh, hello and thank you to all the listeners and, uh, keep up with me. Um, uh, best way to get in touch with me is, uh, through Twitter. So, uh, follow me on Twitter. My handle is at KMontanaJordan, and also feel free to email me with any uh, thoughts, concerns, or questions, or just to say hi. I would love to hear from you guys. My email is KatieMontanaJordan at gmail.com. Aaron, anything to say before I set the world free from you? Oh, no, no. Just uh, it's, been a, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you very much for having me on. No, like I said, it's a trifecta, dude. It's a trifecta. Yeah, thank you so much. And, uh, it's so great to talk to both of you. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm totally surprised that Katie's here. Katie, love you. Thank you for uh, being on the show. And uh, yeah, it's very cool. I'm glad you're still. I see you're, uh, you know, you got a lot of things going on. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. And you as well. Yeah, just really excited to talk to you both. We have a lot to catch up on. So we need to make this a more regular thing. I'm still getting goosebumps as we're talking. I mean, this is just <laughs> this, is, this is just crazy. <laughs> Uh, let me go ahead and lead into this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget on Monday, listen to Aaron on Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast uh, on Tuesday. Aaron, this Aaron, this, it's not you, Aaron. It's another Aaron. And uh, he does a horror show, which uh, he's been reading his stories and he's been uh, doing some uh, movie intakes. So you don't have to go out there and watch the movies. So uh, go ahead and watch that and or listen to that. And on Wednesday, Terry's Mysterious Moments. You, I mean, RPA, dude, you can't you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So yeah, beat it. Just go ahead and listen. So I'm going to give a warning out there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, get a hold of me at sandmanlullaby at gmail.com. Go to sandmanlullaby on Facebook. I'm about to drop into some heavy metal. So if you want to go ahead and jump to the next show on RPA, go ahead and do it right now. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Unkempt Lion of Judah.